is in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Episode 11. We've made it. Oh, 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 have we though? Apparently, we? apparently, statistically in podcasting, if you can get past episode eight, you, uh-huh. you're doing well. Oh, really? Really? What What happens between episode one to seven? Well, apparently, there's a lot of enthusiasm, and then uh-huh. after about eight, when you realise no one's listening, most people just stop giving a fuck and stop. Oh, you know what? Maybe we have the advantage that because I think, and I think I I don't just say this for myself, but I I think. I speak for you the same that we're at the same level of dead inside. <laughs> so because we have no hopes or expectations for the future, you know, maybe we, we've we already had that crushing defeat years ago. Are we claiming Generation X status in this? <laughs> no, because I'm not a day out of my teens. <laughs> That's what shat me about uh, when, when COVID first hit and all the Generation Xs are going, oh man, I was built for isolation. My parents divorced. And we had Nirvana and grunge and Radiohead. I I can live for a thousand years on my own with nothing but fucking Uber Eats. I'll be fine. And they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to admit there is there is there is a part of me that um, has been taking some delight in watching um, certain parts of society just crumble. Oh my god, my favorite bit, my absolute favorite bit, because I know that you know, like. I'm a bit of a prepper. Yes. You know, I, I, I love the apocalypse. I'm very disappointed. I was hoping that the next apocalypse would be zombies. So, you know, I'm a bit of a prepper. I always have plenty of supplies, you know, ready to go. Yeah. Love the love the prepper shows. Love them all. Um, <laughs> in America, all these, uh, all these like hardcore like, I'm prepped when the government comes to take my rights. I can live out in the wilderness with nothing but my rifle. Three days in and they're like, God damn it, I want a Starbucks and a haircut. You can't stop me getting a Starbucks and a haircut. And they're like marching like to city parliament with their assault rifles so they can get, their, they can get a Starbucks and a haircut. And you're like, wow, literally you have spent spent the last 40 years of your life prepping Barry, like getting 40 years of tin goods into your basement. You have been through three <laughs> wives who have all left you three days in. You couldn't cope. That's that's part of a well-regulated militia, though, with the Second Amendment. <laughs> nice, crisp haircuts and caffeine in the morning. You can't fight tyranny if you're a bit sleepy and don't look your best. Yeah, if you're not. Oh, my God. Uh, again, on that side note, the because, um, you know, obviously Trump has been saying it's all, you know, it's been rigged and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, there was an interview and someone was, uh, uh, these people were protesting, at you know, the pro-Trump, it's all rigged. And uh, Gary, He's a chiropractor, 42. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. He's <laughs> going to straighten this one out, is he? Uh, well, he was there. He wanted to let President Trump know that if President Trump gave the word, he and his fellow militia, militia men were going to be there to stand up and fight for Trump to be as president. They were going to fight back against the tyranny. And I was just reading it and I'm like, has someone told Gary about, you know, tanks? 
(laughs) (laughs) You know, the jet fighters. Yeah. um, Maybe the most heavily funded uh, army in the world. Um, But, you know, militia has a chiropractor. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get that crick in your neck. Yeah, exactly. What will the army be doing then? Yeah. And it's not even good healthcare because just quietly, how have chiropractors managed to dodge that accountability bullet that should have been coming for them for a fucking long time? They are the Scientologists <laughs> of the medical world. Oh, don't make Gary angry. Do not make Gary angry. He will he will ready the militia. You've got a spine ghost <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna massage it out of you. <laughs> you don't need a vaccine now. What the fuck? Oh my god! That oh my god! That bloody tr- that that uh, doctor that Trump uh, like dug up that um, the one it, that says he's super fit. No, no, no the 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 crazy lady, and she said things like period pain. Oh yes, was yeah. because you'd been fucking demons. That's well. There's something to that. Hello. I was raised Catholic and I'm not going to question the world. (laughs) Sounds like a whole other episode. Is this what we're talking about tonight? Demon fucking. There's got to be an entire series in that. There has to be. Let's be honest. Yeah. We're going to the Philippines. (laughs) (laughs) Good food and demon fucking. Yeah. What? Oh. That's. Oh. Well, that's why our own. uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, the, The member for Manila. Oh, I'm going to edit this out because I've gone down a I've gone down a dead end here. <laughs> Unfortunately, I look like him too, which sucks. Um, oh, oh, fuck! No. What's his name? He's the guy. He's got a he's got a tattoo of the Virgin Mary on his arm, mm. and he has a he has a portrait of him holding a bullwhip, and he's he's just one of those horrendous oh. horrendous uh, National Party senators. Anyway, doesn't matter. On a side note, yes. I think getting a tattoo of the Virgin Mary on your arm is yeah. a very bad decision because then the Virgin Mary is going to be like whacking you off for the rest of your life. Not if you use your balance arm. <laughs> then she's averting her eyes and looking away. Just like, look away, Mary. You don't want to know. She's still in the room. Do you know what I mean? She's still kind of in the room. Here's another side note for you. Yeah. In my previous job before, COVID robbed us all of our identity. Um, I used to work uh, in a law office and occasionally we'd have to go and mm. search a deceased property to try and find a will. Mm-hmm. And we went to one. Oh. Very, very traditional uh, Mediterranean uh-huh. family. Uh-huh. So lots of those cheesy, uh, chintzy portraits of Christ and all uh-huh. this sort of stuff. Got into the bedroom uh-huh. and oh, uh-huh. we found the drawer of sin. <laughs> Ping pong balls, lube. Oh. Yeah, he had, he had poppers, he had amels, he had all sorts of stuff. Hang on, he lived alone. No. No. People people can be into kinky sex and still have a partner. Oh, no, but like... Oh, the reason we were searching it. I can't go into that for confidentiality reasons, oh. but yeah, there was a reason why we had to search it. Because I was going to say, like, if you're like, you know, like, sure, it's the love of your life and you're like, oh my God, I'm so, you know, bereft. This is the saddest moment of my life. As you quietly slip out and put the ping pong balls in. In the bin, <laughs> like yeah, not just any ping pong balls either. The ones that have got holes in them, the wiffle balls, what? which which I've been told are so that you can fit a string through them. 
And they come oh, back out. Well, that just makes sense. That's planning ahead. I'm, yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah, because otherwise you just lose them up there, like rummaging yeah. around. Oh. But anyway, when we, we got in there, and uh, it was obviously it's a very awkward moment for the staff because there's got to be other witnesses in there for probity. You can't just go rummaging <laughs> through someone's house. <laughs> and when we discovered the drawer of sin, uh-huh. all I could do to lighten the situation because everyone was just shocked and absolutely taken aback. Uh. So I just stood up and walked over to the wall and turned the portrait of Jesus around <laughs> so he didn't have to see what we found. <laughs> You've suffered enough, Christ. Oh, and bless you. Bless you for... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, see, that's the other thing. Like, how... how? Like, I love a bit of sexy fun time. And I've got to Who admit... Doesn't? I've got a drawer of sin. I have I have a drawer of sin. I would have assumed it was a cupboard. Well, I've got a drawer and then I've got a basket in the cupboard. Aha. Uh-huh. But, like... I couldn't... That's why I don't understand, like, why people have, like, pictures of, like, Jesus by the bed. Or pictures of family members. Number one, don't judge their relationship with the living and everlasting love of an eternal Christ. They might have an understanding. (laughs) Jesus is my own boy. Exactly. He Uh hung out with whores and thieves. That's true. He's not not going to care if you're getting down to some funky town with the five daughters. He's not going to (laughs) care. I don't, Family that, members, though, that's that's weird. Yeah, because I mean, can you imagine, like, at the moment of like climax, if yeah. you like accidentally locked eyes with oh. like like Uncle Jim? Yeah, like that's just awkward for everybody. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Christmas dinner is ruined. <laughs> just, just, yeah, I know him. Oh my god! Oh, well, that's the same. Like, where you know, people that there's this like, oh, I want to get you know tattoos of loved ones, like their portrait on my body. And again, there was a woman, and it, it was it was one of those like inking shows on TVs and she had her five kids like right across like her back and so she got these portraits of her five kids were looking at you and I'm like guess who's never getting it doggy style ever again because the last thing you want to see yeah is your kids sweet innocent loving faces looking back at you while you destroy where they came from that's some Ed Kemper shit yeah with the heads under the window looking up at mother's room it's yeah just, just no the, like yeah I come from a scummy town we have established we have established yes. and you're a vegan I hear <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the best tattoo I've ever seen. In the local Kmart there, I've seen some stuff over the years. One oh. of them was a, I saw a fully grown man with a pet rat, oh. which, which is fine. It no. was you know, domesticated. And Although, considering the town where you came from, are you yeah. sure it wasn't a rat with like a pet crackhead? <laughs> it was like the worst version of Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> this way to cash converters. <laughs> the Sell your blood. Oh It'll make the drugs go further. I was going to say. it out. It was the rat, like the secret method on like how to make crack. Like breaking bad. But the like crack rat. Yeah. <laughs> Just squeeze a bit of the crack rat into it. <laughs> oh, Not like those other shit ones with rat poison. We've got pure rat. Yeah. Ah. No, so that was one thing. I saw a guy with an no. albino white rat Excellent. on his shoulder. It's yeah. very. I've seen people going into the shops with parrots, like tame parrots. Uh-huh. The best one ever though. Very attractive woman. Very attractive but then she walked past yeah, and I noticed a very strange tattoo. So she had her hair up yep, and the tattoo was like, I could see what looked like a dome. I thought maybe it was a UFO or something like that. Mm. Of course, turned around and had a good look. I realised it was a headlight. And then I noticed that she had handlebars going down the backs of her arms. And I could see from her crop top that she had the petrol tank down view of a motorbike. So she had <gasps> the rider's view of a motorbike tattooed 
up her upper back to the top of her neck. Basically, so that when she's getting fucked from behind, her bikey boyfriend can, yeah, I'm on the hog. Yeah. The things we do for love. I think she's been visited by the crack rat more than once. Oh, there's so many aspects of that to like, like, she just, if only, if only someone had given her a hug as a child. (laughs) I think the wrong person did. Yeah, I was going to say, if only (laughs) Uncle Jimmy hadn't locked eyes on her. Uncle fucking bully. Oh, that's. Oh no! Yeah, but at the same time, how have, have you ever seen like a functional tattoo like that before? Um, I have seen the ones online where it's, uh, people again, people have on their forearm. Yeah, they they you know they'll have like a superhero, so they'll have like a Hulk or something, and then it sort of leads down into the hand, like you know, like they're punching. So like the Hulk is throwing the punch. Right. Um, but again, what it turns out is you just spend the rest of the life with the Hulk jerking you off. Yeah. You know. Hulk smash. <laughs> Better than Iron Man with his repulsor rays. <laughs> so, yeah. So, again, it's it's all about tattoo placement. You've got to. Yeah. You've got, you got to think about these things. Yeah. If I ever lose a lot of weight, I'll have to like go for the whole Mad Magazine fold in. I reckon. <laughs> Just yeah, make use of it. <laughs> when you fold it up, there's a surprise. <laughs> oh, it's a witty commentary on on the the uh, war on drugs. Oh my god! You know what the funny thing was when I got my first tattoo. Yeah. Uh, the next time that I saw my mum, she saw my first tattoo. And my first tattoo is the most simplest and plainest and most innocent of all my tattoos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my my mum saw my first tattoo and she was just like, oh, well, you've just ruined yourself now. <laughs> and like in my mind, I had to bite my lip because I just wanted, my first thought was, oh, that happened a while ago. <laughs> like we have a chat. We need to have a chat. Mom. This is just the passport stamp on the <laughs> <Yeah>. return trip. <laughs> Thank you for visiting the Angels nightclub. <laughs> As I open another drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, you know what? It's uh I think that's my new line in the sand. I think if I ever wake up and I have had like those parts of a Harley Davidson tattooed yeah. onto my body in that manner, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to stop partying. Yeah, that's pretty much where it stops. I, yeah, I reckon that's your... Yeah, that's my cutoff point. That's some real requiem for a dream shit. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. There's no going back from that. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, it's, but then again, by that stage, is it too late? It's kind of like when you wake up, you know, in like the barley sex brothel, (laughs) you know, you're like, what? Oh, Ah, fuck. Too late. Yeah, I'm guessing it's, it's like, you know, a computer game where you're just like, oh, if I hadn't turned there. If I turned there, yeah, I wouldn't be. Choose your own. I have to be. They need choose your own adventure books for adults. <laughs> Do you get the full size Harley Davidson tattoo along your back so that someone can make motorbike noises while they're fucking drilling you? Or do you finish your degree? Yeah. Or do you, yeah. Or do you like hand your resume into the supermarket in the morning? <laughs> Let's face it, getting a degree these days is more likely to have you end up fucking a biker for cash. 
Life choices. Yeah. You know. Oh, look, that being said, I, I don't want to cast any dispersion on lovely, you know, people on bikes no. out there. You know, and bullied you. <laughs> because they do listen to obscure Australian horror podcasts. Well, no, I just, I don't think we should generalise. And there is silver lining to, you know, most people, if you can look for it. And you know what I think is very positive about bikers what's that I, I can name at least two things one we got the incredible series sons of anarchy that was days of our lives for men but go on you know oh come on it was another excuse to just get ron perlman yeah 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 about um and oh you know what they might have fueled at least one little dang 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 in their life because some of them are you know you know bit hot yeah. Bikies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just that. It's just, I'm a, come on, everybody loves a good outlaw. Do they? Yeah. No. Oh. No, outlaw women, no. Oh. Because outlaw women are just just sketchy. <laughs> That's, you know what that is? That's sexist. Well, no. Sexist. But what what is, what is it that's attractive about, about an outlaw? Um, oh, look, I... <laughs> Are we really going to psychoanalyze people's sex fetish? Like, I'm not saying I'd, I'd, you know, elect one as president, but I'm just saying as a tang, 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 now and then. Yeah, well, fair enough. It'll get you there. Fair enough. I don't know. It's just the, uh, you know, I play by my own rules. I'm tough, alpha-y kind of. The prosecution rests. (laughs) That was an erudite explanation. You've never had a twang, twang? To like a to like a bad boy or a, like a bad girl. There are no bad girls in popular culture, really. Though, uh, I was going to say Harley Quinn, but that's more she's like emotionally abused. Yeah, she's got BPD and she's going to stab your bed. I don't want to fucking know about that. I <laughs> know, oh, but just at least once in your life, you know, it'll put. Put a bit of excitement into your life. Like, am I going to have the best sex of my life? Am I going to end up in the ER? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's always the ER. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, well, let's see. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. I've, I've never had a bad sort of result of my... I don't think any sex has ever been good enough to come home and find that all your CDs have been put in the bath and the hot water turned on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you know what? No, you know what? I'd I'd hand over my uh, I'd hand over my CD collection for one night with Momoa. Well, that is true. Spotify exists for a reason, uh, <laughs> and fair play to you. Yeah, one night in Momoa makes the bad girls crumble. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is why he used to be scared to do autographs, isn't it? <laughs> oh my God! You sing at a man once at a convention. <laughs> We came here tonight with a plan. Oh, my Lord. We've been banished to my lounge room as well, which is why it might sound a little bit different because my son wants to play computer games and <laughs> unfortunately the Gabin in the Woods studios are not uh, exactly Abbey Road. <laughs> so we've had to go into the well, lounge room. I, we'd have better like studio rooms if you'd like, you know, stop putting down the bikies, man. Maybe we could get some funding. Oh, yeah. Well, get some funding from the bikies, see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, that won't end in tears. <laughs> Mind you, they would have to be the shittest criminals in the world to go, you know what we should finance? <laughs> a completely obscure... A, mate, they've made their 11th episode. They're on a winner. They're going. They've, they've gotten over the eight-episode hump. 
Oh my god, maybe we could maybe like <laughs> They're gonna it... get affiliate deals from Manscaped soon <laughs> and we can extort them. Oh my god, maybe we could be like used as like a laundering money laundering industry. How maybe that's how we become oh, rich. Yeah. Yeah, and then they do that classic debt trap where they come in and take all our listeners and buy the business out from under us <laughs> for nothing. Can I say, when you started that sentence of like, oh, they're going to come in here and then they're going to take us, my mind went to a whole different place. <laughs> and I was like, I'm on board. Oh, our money. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's a shame. Yeah. Find yourself in a shallow bush grave. <laughs> oh, just ruining the fantasies. Oh, oh no, that was, that was a fucking euphemism for getting ploughed by a bikie. Oh, oh well, I'm on board for that then. Yeah, there you go. He's going to fucking, he's going to. Visit your Wolf Creek. <laughs> oh my god! How have you ever got laid? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's wrong with your girlfriend? I don't know. <laughs> I bless that woman. I really, I don't. Has she been concussed for the last year. <laughs> I think she might have been. They're gonna. It's gonna be like a Lorenzo's oil situation. She'll finally get that protein she needs. And wake <laughs> She'll up, spark something. Like what the hell? What oh my god! Doing with this dipshit. <laughs> Oh my god! Are you are you her boyfriend equivalent of getting a Harley Davidson light bulb <laughs> tattooed? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shack up with an unbookable ex stand up. <laughs> he was edgy in 2011. Whoa, whoa! Get your motor running. Ring, ding, 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 ding. That's your motor these days. Mm, but shallow bush graves. Yeah, I don't want to call it that. I don't want my lady part referred to. <laughs> shallow bush grave. That oh. is literally the oh. least endearing like kitty cat oh. name ever. I'd murder a backpacker in your Balangolo forest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, again, no. I'd flag your combi down on a <laughs> desert highway. <laughs> Send you into the scrub. (laughs) Yeah, that's horrible. (laughs) Truly horrible. I was in town the day they arrested that guy too. Oh. Yeah, that was an interesting day. Were you providing the commentary as he was taken (laughs) down? Yeah, Aussie Man reviews the arrest of Bradley John Murdoch. (laughs) Oh, look at this big cunt. Oh. Oh, my entire fucking comedy enterprise is built on saying cunt. Whoa. That's not true. He's very funny. Oh. No, it was interesting though because I just came out of Woolworths and suddenly there was like 50 cop cars there. I'm like, mm, fair enough. They've caught me. <laughs> they know I did 70 in a 60 zone. They found out about all those at that time. I had all those teddy bears on the bed. <laughs> Callbacks. <laughs> Oh, was that? Was there like a shootout or something? Like, pachow, pachow. no, I, I, I can't remember. But basically, uh, recognised him in Woolies. Star Force turned up. This mm. is in Port Augusta, mm. and they uh, arrested him in the car park at Woolworths in Port Augusta. And I started working at the newspaper about six weeks later. Oh, you know what? I think that's a bit of an anti-climax to like, you know, like would Billy the Kid like still be like remembered in folklore today if yeah. he was arrested in the car park of Woolies. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not like the whole like shut down <laughs> in a blaze of glory. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> and I was getting some stuff at Woolies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's just it's not the it's not like like Slash is not going to stand there <laughs> <laughs> and like riff out a chord. Yeah, like to to that. Yeah, yeah. Fringe Festival time in a hundred years, some fucking steampunk guy getting around with an Elon Musk shirt, just going, and this is where they arrested <laughs> this guy, the Woolworths car park. Ooh. <laughs> Did people used to drive their own cars then? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, there we go. The scary things that happen in the Aussie bush. <laughs> Clunk. Oh my god, was that a segue? I think Driving it was. Past your window. <laughs> it was either a segue or we're missing part of the tracks. <laughs> oh well, yes. <laughs> While we talk about our scary bushes, <laughs> that's appropriate from what's lurking in our scary bushes for this week. Now, tall, big, strong, hairy beasts. Oh, we're not still on your fucking bikey fetish, are we? Ding, 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 ding. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> big, strong beasts are something Australia excels at. The Hemsworth, the Jackman, and perhaps the less well-known Yowie. Ah, so these are all jerk-off moves. Yeah. 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 The, the, the jack-off. <laughs> in this week's episode of Yeah, what the hell was that? Hey. Hey. That's all I've just got one this week. How about yeah, how's that? Hey. How's that? Hey, bit of sherbet. <laughs> now, we have all heard the stories of the North American Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Yeah. And the Yeti of the Himalayan Ranges. It seems these creatures may have relatives that wandered as far as Australia. Now, the stories of these ape-like beasts in Australia extend back before recorded history. Different Aboriginal tribes had various names for these creatures. The Quinkin, the Jurawara, the Mingawin, the Yarrawama, the Wawi, the Jimbra and at least a dozen other. They tell stories of these creatures existing before the time of humankind in the dream time, and that they were the original inhabitants before the Aboriginal tribes. One tribe even tells a story of ancient battles between Aboriginal tribes and these creatures, and that the Yawi, upon losing, then took to the scrubland in their defeat. Now, in these stories and with later sightings, there seems these beings are described as a hairy ape-like creature standing between 7 to 12 feet tall. Right. In reports, the behaviour of this beast is at direct odds with the creature, either described as being violent, aggressive and threatening, or as a timid, curious but painfully shy creature. Now, just before you keep going, this is semi-plausible, really, if you think mm-hmm. about Australia, because we're not known for our giant dinosaurs. No. We didn't have the T-Rex. We had the Allosaurus and a few other things like that. But what we did have was fuck-off megafauna. Yeah. I know, Post-Ice Age, massive things like megalodons and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, and diprotodons and all that giant kind of Giant wombats. Giant wombats, essentially. Uh, yeah, things that were the size of a small bus, mm-hmm. which are now still represented in wombats that you see today. Yeah. So... Australia being a fucking huge place that's largely uninhabited. Yeah. Potentially plausible. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the dreaming stories are 
rooted in a lot of truth in terms of you know mm-hmm. their understanding of the environment, how they work, and fire management, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm from the outset, I'm going to call it semi-plausible, but do continue. Yeah, and I mean, it certainly it certainly makes sense that I mean, obviously, you know, our you know Homo sapiens proved to be you know the dominant species. Yeah. But yeah, obviously, with every kind of nature, you know, it has different versions some yeah. take off some don't and i used to play in a covers band in port augusta and i have met some of these people who usually say shut the fuck up i can't hear the footy <laughs> we're, we're the only band that's had two pubs closed oh yeah we had two pubs closed on us wow the glory days yeah i know was that for your benefit though because you're about to get <laughs> it, shanked. Re- it really was yeah, yeah yeah oh my god when people start throwing their rats at you <laughs> <laughs> now, um, although it would seem that the behaviour of the description of the Yowie in these stories, more often than not, the Yowie's behaviour is seen as a reaction to the person with whom the contact was made. Oh, that's typical left-wing people. You fucking rush to judgement. You just fucking straight away, you put your own values on the Yowie and you think he's aggressive and he's not. <laughs> what are your pronouns? <laughs> Now, compared to the American Sasquatch, the Australian Yowie has a more primate-looking face and its temperament, more often than not, is more aggressive and dangerous towards humans. But that just could be Australia. The spiders will kill you, the snakes will kill you, the stingrays will kill you, the fish will kill you, the sharks will kill you, the crocodiles will kill you, the sun will bloody kill you. It only makes sense that the bloody yowies will kill you too. (laughs) So where the bloody hell are you? (laughs) Bloody killing things. (laughs) Now, pictures of these creatures have been found in ancient Aboriginal cave paintings Mm -hmm. depicted as tall, hairy figures alongside much smaller Aboriginal figures. Shortly before being blown up by Rio Tinto. (laughs) Progress. (laughs) Now, European contact with the Yowie was recorded with the arrival of the first English fleet in Sydney. Aboriginal tribes warned the British about a large ape-like creature that hid in the mountains and forests of the country. In 1789, soldiers and convicts, after killing a large number of wallabies, because that's what we did. Was that code for the indigenous population? No, actual wallabies. Actual wallabies this time. Yeah, because that was the other thing. (laughs) Sorry, they didn't record the the murders of Aboriginals, I'm sorry. Yeah, that wasn't counted, just the wallabies. So, you know, just show up and like, oh, wow, look at all these beautiful creatures. Let's kill them all. So this is 1789, the year after the first fleet settled. Yes. Invaded. Yes. So they came, they killed a large number of wallabies when they noticed on a nearby hill a large creature twice the height of a human observing them. And no doubt thinking they were complete cunts. Yeah, you just killed them a raps. Yeah, like seriously, like you just show up, like you've been here five minutes and you've just killed everything. Yeah. We've all been in a pub when the English backpackers come through in fucking cricket season though. Oh. Just close the doors. Oh, just we're shut, mate. Yeah. Just shut. Fucking oh barmy army. Go outside and get more sunburnt, you idiot. <laughs> In 1849, several different people observed a seven-foot creature resembling a cross between a man and a baboon sitting at the edge of the lake. So what did they do? Wow, look at that unique, beautiful thing that we've never seen before. (laughs) 
they instantly started shooting at the creature <laughs> and it was not seen again. Yeah, meanwhile, Joseph Banks is trying really fucking hard to sketch it. Yeah. Like that kid's game show in the 90s where that guy from Hey Hey at Saturday did the sketches. And <laughs> like 10 seconds. Yeah, 10 second sketch. What the fuck is that, Joseph Banks? What? <laughs> <laughs> What I love the fact is they're like, you know, they're like, oh, we shot at it and it was never seen again. <laughs> fucking really? <laughs> fucking, you know what? If you want to see things again, here's an idea. Don't fucking shoot at them. <laughs> it's what makes England great though. Oh my God. It is not the universal welcome sign that you think it is. <laughs> Nothing's as welcome like a shot right between the eyes. No. That'd yeah. put most people off. Now, in 1882... Um, an amateur naturalist, Henry McCuey, because back in the day, anyone with money could just be like, I'm a naturalist. I'm a doctor. Now, naturalist these days, of course, means that you're a nudist mm. and a bit of a perv. Mm. Yeah, but back in those days, that's when you were a practitioner of the natural sciences. Yes. Let's go exploring and collect skulls. Whilst nude. <laughs> well, that's the only way to do it. It's like an Albie Mangles film. <laughs> <laughs> now, he wrote in an article named... Australian apes. Okay. That he himself had seen an ape indigenous to the land on the New South Wales coast. Let's just be clear. There are no apes here unless we're talking exclusively Yowies. Yeah. So he's, he's already gone out on a limb. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and in fact, it's not just ape, it's apes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Enough to publish a, a whole book. But remember, this was at the same time. There were people like people sent back... Um, reports about the platypus, yeah, and they were like they were basically accused of being liars in England yeah. because nobody believed that the platypus was a real creature. And what do you know? It is. Yeah, very real. We've nearly got rid of it. <laughs> I, oh my god! Have you seen a baby platypus? Oh, they're ridiculous. The little pugs, puggles. <gasps> yeah, they're ridiculous. Oh my! Oh my god! I instantly became fertile in that second, just <laughs> thinking about a puggle. Like, oh my god, they are so cute. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Yeah, so you know the the fact that people like disbelieved it back in England is not necessarily a sign of science. Yeah, oh, shall the, we say the trappings of wealth? I'm a naturalist. Naturalist. <laughs> There's an inland sea of gold. I'm going to get it, and I'm not taking any water because I'm intelligent. Quick. <laughs> That grandfather clock. We're going on an adventure. <laughs> Cut to dead. <laughs> uh, now, in his book, Australian Apes, and I quote, A few days ago, I saw one of these strange creatures. It was tailless and covered with very long black hair, which was of a dirty red or snuff colour about the throat and breast. Snuff colour? Snuff colour. Yeah, that's, that's you know you're fucking posh when you're describing things <laughs> according to the colour of your snuff. <laughs> I'm on the backy, mate. No, it's snuff. <laughs> oh. Now, its eyes, which were small and restless. Be all the snuff. Were partly hidden by matted hair that covered its head. <laughs> this is my favourite bit. Yeah. Okay, of uh, Henry McCuey as a naturalist. Yes. As a scientist. Yes. Recording nature for history. Did he shoot it? I threw a stone at it. <laughs> 
<laughs> as is the Attenborough way. It's nothing says science. I like I threw a stone at it. <laughs> oh my god, it's my it's my, fa- it's my favorite line in a science book ever. <laughs> I Oh my god. I threw a stone at the animal. Whereupon it immediately rushed off. <laughs> well, we can we can certainly establish that it has reflexes. Oh. Mm, yes. Oh. Would it salute the king, though? <laughs> so that's the difference between naturalism back then and in the social media generation. Because if you came across a, a large, black, hairy, gnatted animal with eyes obscured by its by its long forelocks and its dejected look of a of a of a, of a Dickensian workhouse boy, <laughs> you know, these days they'd. They do a before and after where they shave it and give it a bath. <laughs> so someone luring it into a van. Come on, boy. This street dog hasn't eaten for weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. And like while that's happening, somebody would updo its cave. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a stone-proof door. <laughs> Get in some like, you know, Swiss furniture. And... <laughs> oh, give it some God. Ikea made from the trees that it used to live in. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, science. <laughs> Now, in one infamous story in the early 1900s, you're going to like this one. The peak of science. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's electrocute an elephant (laughs) to make sure that the shit works. Oh, don't. I don't know how we've survived as a species. No, me either. I just, I just, it's just, I mean, pure luck can only get us so far, surely. Yeah. We're highly feckoned, though, humans. Oh, what I don't understand is how come everything else in nature just hasn't fucking started throwing stones back at us? Oh, sharks are trying. Oh, bloody bless them. I should try harder. Yeah. Um, we need well, to give them wheels. <laughs> Oh, my God. Now, in one uh, infamous story, a young couple would often access a track which they carved out through the thick, dense scrub as they would walk to and from each other's houses. Ah, a bit of 1900s nookie. Oh, yeah. Mm. Rattle her snuff box. Oh, I'd throw a stone at her. (laughs) Oh, Oh, show me your ankles and I'd be legitimate. (laughs) Oh. Although the houses were some distance apart, the young lovers would wait would make their trek each day yeah. as young lovers are wont to do. Yes. That's called hoarding. Yeah, well, it's back in the days when you had to show someone your dick in person. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? I know. Oh my god, and then she'd throw a stone. And- <laughs> <laughs> ah, the traditional courtship. <laughs> Oh, now one night neither of the lovers had returned to their homes. Search parties set out at daybreak. At one point on the trail, there looked like what had been a struggle with something that left large, indistinct footprints in the sand. Mm, she might have had a tattoo of a horse all the way up her back, so he could go for a canter. <laughs> Both of the young lovers' bodies were found in a nearby gully, both of their bodies bloodied and dead. So it was a good one then. Because, and you know how they knew they were dead? Yeah. People threw stones. <laughs> Science. <laughs> yep, definitely dead. The oldest members of the community claimed 
It was the work of the Yowie. Ah, of course. Don't you miss those days? Like, should we maybe possibly look for a homicidal maniac? <laughs> Yowies. Pack it up. Pack it up. Definitely a Yowie. Definitely. Wait, no, maybe because there's, you know, there's a note here, you know, like a journal. Like, I'm looking at these young lovers. I'm going to kill them. Nope, that's definitely the Yowie. <laughs> I mean, we've pretty much populated the entire country with the descendants of criminals. And at one point, our currency was rum. But no, <laughs> this was a yowie. A yowie. Like, yeah, literally at yeah one stage, like 99% were convicted criminals, but definitely a yowie. You know what? We should actually just go back to that to stop the profiling of Aboriginal people by police. Mm. And just, you know, police are searching for a yowie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Just it was a different time. It was a different time. It was a different time. Now, one of the most interesting but controversial forms of evidence comes in the shape of a photo taken in 1936. Now, I'm an asshole because I meant to actually show you this picture before. That's okay. So you could examine it. Um, examine it? What am I going to put it on my CSI computer and go, sectors 35 to 99, enhance. <laughs> I thought you could throw a stone at it. <laughs> Now, taken at an isolated loggers camp in the snowy mountains of New South Wales, it shows two men posing for a photograph while what looks like the shape of a camouflage being sitting behind them on a log. Mm. Being the snowy hydro scheme, it probably was just someone sitting on a log. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to like I wanted to like show you the picture because when you look at the picture, it honestly just looks like if you if you took the predator when yeah. it was in stealth mode, yeah. but instead of running around the jungle trying to kill army, yeah. like if it had just stopped to have like a five minute breather, <laughs> just on a log, yeah. and then someone just happened to take a photo, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Like it's just in the distance. <laughs> There's just it's just the predator just catching his breath. <laughs> well, he's just awkwardly sticking carrot sticks underneath his mask yeah, like, to get to his mandible. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what it is. You, you know, you've got yeah. to like, you know, stick in your trail mix up there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We will we will put the picture, I think, we'll put it up on Instagram and we'll put it up on Facebook so people can have a look. Okay. And you can tell us if it's Predator, Yowie or CSI fake. Okay, cool. Yeah. And if you throw a rock at it. <laughs> So that's definitely an Australian perfect match game show. I'd throw a rock at that. <laughs> Contestant number three. <laughs> What's your perfect night out? A long stroll between our houses along an abandoned track? Maybe a bit of a scuffle, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'd have a scuffle with her in a gully. Lock it in Melbourne, I'd throw a rock at her. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You make my heart restless like snuff. <laughs> Join me as we destroy our septums <laughs> with snuff and scuffling and lifelong rock throwing. Oh, see, that's how it starts. It all starts like that and then it ends up with a Harley Davidson tattoo <laughs> on the back of your neck. Uh. Oh, no. Now, in 1977, an article in the Sydney Morning Herald newspaper reported that residents 
in Oxley Island near Taree heard screaming noises made by an animal at night. Right. But, you know, I mean, seriously, have you ever heard the Australian outback at night? It's fucking terrifying. One of my favourite things is to take people new to Australia, just take them out in the middle of nowhere at night. Yeah. Make them eat some Vegemite first. Yeah. And go, that's your subsistence. Yeah, that's it. And by the way, this is what a kangaroo sounds like when it's doing a threat display to its other fucking kangaroos. That shit ain't normal. You know what? I, I In my bikey fantasy, when I'm having a bit of a twiddle, that's what I picture. <laughs> oh, give the kick a bit more choke. Oh, God, no. I need a safe word. <laughs> safe word to Vegemite. Oh now, some, now, some animals, of course, because we've got some yeah. other sounds here. Yeah. Some animals, of course, deserve their murder howls that they have. Like the, the cassowary. Oh. Which is essentially, the you know, if you've never seen one, they are a living dinosaur. They are a fucking murder chicken. They will kill you. You know what they are? What? They are the Mad Max version of a bird. They really are. Mm. Flamboyant. Mm. Uh, and they basically, they have this giant, like, bit of bone on their head which is there to like head butt you by slicing your head into yeah basically while they claw at you with their six inch massive claws yeah and they are the size of a small ostrich yeah so they actually so these things live in extremely dense rainforest Scrub. yeah so you'd never see the things because they blend in beautifully <laughs> they make this noise heard that in the like can you imagine this is back to like 1788 hmm. all you've got is a bloody you've got a you've got a naturalist on one side <laughs> a bloody pebble on the other <laughs> and you hear that there i was in the forest nothing but rotting logs no rocks to be found and i could hear the sound of a tiger a fucking scary as and they will, they will just go you. Like, there are there are zookeepers that just will not go near them. They are just unhinged fucking murder monsters. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're legit psychos. The best one is, though, uh-huh. the animal that we charge people money to hold. <laughs> because they're so sweet and cute and cuddly and fluffy. Until you hear them at night. That is a fucking koala. I am telling you to cease and desist, sir. I have a stone and I am not afraid to throw it. <laughs> now, of course, people who live in uh, probably more working class suburbs of Sydney and Adelaide would be more familiar with this sound. Which is the sound of a 13B rotary. At idle. In the car park of a McDonald's, probably. Getting arrested by the yeah. police. Yeah. I'm trying to impress a young lady, not by throwing stones at her, but by getting her really stoned. <laughs> That's the scariest noise yeah. that you can hear out of the Australian bush. Yeah, oh, mate, turn up the subs. So, uh, yeah, I, to be honest, I think the 1977 reports of screaming from... Oh, my God, and we do have birds that really just sound like just screaming. Yeah. Just... Ah! 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, that's one of the weirdest things you can ever do is go camping and hear the noises that happen in the bush. Yeah. In the middle of the night, especially when things come up to your tent. Oh, that's yeah. fucked. It's usually feral cats or feral dogs. Yeah. So they'll generally leave you alone. Yeah. But they clean your plates <laughs> if you leave them out. It's <laughs> like people are always like, do you want to go camping? And I'm like, no, no, I do not. Yeah. Not under. <gasps> Can, oh my God. Okay. Apart from the fact that I don't camp because, yeah. oh my God, camping is such a white bourgeoisie bunch of fucking bullshit okay yeah. because do you know what camping is it's pretending to be homeless for a night like yeah. oh isn't this fun no no yeah. it's not it's a sad reality from millions of people <laughs> around the world nothing about this is fun but that aside do you want to know the other reason i don't camp why um it's because of the movie dog soldiers oh really have you oh okay so dog soldiers uh for <laughs> I, I i won't give too many pot spoilers away um but okay so it's a young couple you know they're having their you know oh, we're having an anniversary like camping yeah I, oh here's your present you're dumped that would be my <laughs> response anyway so they're camping in the fucking scottish highlands on a fucking moor um which is actually prague nice and nice and warm yeah yeah <laughs> so they're in the tent and they're all like kissy 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 and then, you know, it's trying to be the shot of he's like, you know, seductively, you know, un- unzipping her thermal ski pants. Oh, that, that nothing gets me fucking worked up. <laughs> Getting my thermals Been off. seeing those Kathmandu thermals slowly <laughs> prize away. So he's like on her zipper. Mm. But so he gets to the edge of the zipper. But then the sound of a zipper being unzipped keeps going yeah and they both kind of look at each other like what and then they look to the edge of their tent and you see the zipper of the tent slowly yeah from from bottom to top just being unzippered like they're just like they're just watching it and they're like and you know like every you know good idiot he doesn't even get one stone to throw at it yeah um and then of course they you know he gets like ripped out by um werewolves and you know eaten alive yeah and then and then she is so that's the other reason i don't camp yeah what else would it have been in scotland though some kind of very obscure goat <laughs> one of those highland goats maybe I'm or a highland cow i was gonna say some horny like really drunk scotsman <laughs> looking for like a deep fried kebab <laughs> <laughs> like some horrible sequel to under the skin <laughs> But just no, it's oh my god! Actually, you know what? It could have been worse. It could have been one of the lads from uh, Train Spotting trying to oh, get into your den. No, <laughs> oh, no. it's Begby. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Run! You'd be better with a werewolf. You really would. Kid. Oh my god! Yeah. So yeah, so I don't camp <laughs> because of a movie. Yeah, and and some kind of strange class solidarity for homeless people. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what? I can I I I am lucky enough to have a fucking house and a bed to like sleep in. So you yeah. know what? I'm gonna fucking take full advantage of that for you, brother. For my sisters. Yeah, well fair cool. This one's for you. They wouldn't fucking be doing it if they didn't have to. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I'm in there and that ring 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 thinking of the biker, that's all for me. Yeah. Um Yeah. 
1977, a senator in the Queensland government told the Gold Coast Bulletin that he had seen a Yowie as a child. Right. And that the creature looked like Chewbacca from Star Wars. <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> had he just seen Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I, as soon as you sort of say that, you were just like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There is a big community for these Yowie spotters though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the YouTube channels are really great, by the way. Yeah, well, there's there's one guy and his wife, and it's like they've devoted the last fifty years of their life um, to you know collecting you know evidence and uh, you know and collecting evidence. Does that basically just mean bag, <laughs> poop, <laughs> tufts of hair, the sort of shit you don't want to be found, like a freezer full of poop? Like I, I I'm not here to. You know, ironically <laughs> shit on other people's yeah. lifestyles. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of like, oh, I've had a bit of hair in the bush. I'm, I'm guessing, you know, they're not a well-funded lab. So, no. So you go around to their house for a drink one day and just like, can I get a beer, Terry? Not from that fridge. That's the yowie poop. <laughs> get a coldie from the other one. Yeah, those are not the freeze rocks that keep <laughs> your drink cold. Like, oh my God. The stubby old is a bit different. Nah, mate, that's a yowie foreskin. <laughs> But he like yeah they they have like collections of um you know uh, yeah. you know the plaster molds of the feet and everything although but I mean it's one of those things where then you also you have some people who are like oh no I definitely believe in yaois and the more that they talk they're the people where you're like oh you know what you'd really help more by not being on our side yeah. Yeah, Because um, while I was researching, there was one woman and they moved to just outside of the Blue Mountains. Yep. And because it was all like, oh, yes, no, I believe in, you know, Yowies. We see them all the time. We see them at least once a month. They come to our property because, you know, we're on the back of the of the forest reserves. Um, and they usually show up. Um, they, they, they're now in cycle with my menstrual cycle. Okay. <laughs> and just sort of as it's reading, you're like, eh. and you just see like everyone in the Yahweh community just being like, could you please just not be on our side? <laughs> please stop talking about your period. Yeah. That's how I feel being a UFO guy and the guy who's getting the most traction is the dude from Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> well, because so she was, I, I think if you like, if you read into her story, she was claiming that her and the Yahweh had synced, I think, menstrual oh, cycles. Oh, really? Because it was, and I was a theme, because at first when she's like, oh, it shows up for my menstrual cycle, I was like, oh, it, and it would show up and like tap on the bedroom window. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> but no, she thinks it's a, a female Yowie. Right. And they would leave snacks out for it. By oh, the, well, that's smart. You know, by the bedroom window. So it's it's going to be interesting as the dog barks in the next room here at Gabin in the Woods Studios in our highly soundproofed inner suburban bungalow. <laughs> Just because you won't give one blowjob to one bikey. <laughs> But I, I do just love how, you know, potentially in the next few years, if these things are out there, mm. and it's entirely plausible, you know, because there are huge unexplored tranches of Australia, mm. climate change is essentially going to push, push these things to the fringes very quickly. Yeah. Because we're burning humongous tracts of land. Yeah. Everything's being deforested. And their traditional food, if they've got one, is probably disappearing. 
Yeah, it'll, it'll be great, you know, in the next 10 years when suddenly dragons and fairies and fucking yowies and are turning comes up. out. Well, no, because this, this is – that that's the one of the other things I was going to say as well. Like, you know, we um, – because there are there are remote areas that like, yeah. you know, um, you know e- e- even in, in Australia, like we know we're there, we've kind of been there, but we don't push into it because yeah. it's just so hard to get to. And it, it makes sense that there really could be something like only recently, you know, you hear all the time where people say, oh, you know, there's a – there's a certain animal that yeah. was extinct. And then what do you know? It just shows up randomly. Yeah. I just love the idea of Professor Tim Flannery from the Climate Council just pointing to a dumpster with a yowie eating in it, just going, see? Yeah. See what climate change does? It's <laughs> what you did this. <laughs> and then there's Andrew Bolt just going, aha, these things were here before the Aboriginal people, therefore we should never have a National Sorry Day because they took the land. Yeah, take all the, the land back. Oh, they took the land from the Yowies. Are we going to have a National Sorry Day for Yowies? Bloody. Andrew Bolt's moving to the bush. He might meet one. Oh, that's... That would be fucking great. Oh, my God. He'd shoot it. He'd throw a rock at it. Yeah, I was going to say, no, the Yowies are black. He'd racially vilify it. <laughs> he would, yeah. Um, now, in the 70s, the Quinbian Festival Board and the local radio station together offered a $200,000 reward... Jesus. ...for the capture... Of an Australian Yowie. Wow. And 200000 would have been the equivalent of a million dollars these days, easy. More than that. You, you buy a brand new Mercedes-Benz for about 20 grand. Oh, wow. Yeah. The uh, the prize went unclaimed. But see, this is one of the things that like really angers and, and annoys me. And it's the yeah. same thing that, like you know, it happens... Um, with, you know, the Sasquatch or the Bigfoot in America. There are people who are like, oh, you know, oh, Bigfoot, let's hunt it. Yeah. We're going to shoot and mount it. It could be the last of its kind. Yeah. Like, how about, here's an idea, don't fucking shoot it. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's keep it alive so that in future generations we're not having some poor interactive display where kids throw a Nerf rock at it. Yeah. They yeah. get to see the real thing and throw a real rock at it. Oh my god! Well, you know what it is for it's, science. It's Star Trek. Uh, it's Star Trek Four. If you kill all the whales, yes, and then the whale alien spaceship shows up, yes, you know. Uh. Uh. So for Yowies, it's going to be a nineteen eighty nine Tarago <laughs> Star Wagon. <laughs> it's all the bikey mates will show up. <laughs> Shave it, and there's a tattoo under there. <laughs> Now, Mudgee is a small town in New South Wales. Oh, I was hoping we'd get to Mudgee. Oh, yeah. Surrounded by remote farms and forests. <laughs> it is rumoured to that this day in the outlying regions, there are areas people will not go, especially at night, due to the old legends of Yowies in yeah. the area. Ah, the Mudgee Yowie. Oh, yeah. Now, in 1977, three separate enormous foot tracks were found. One on the outskirts of a farm by the owner. Hikers discovered large ape-like tracks in scrubland and other hikers found similar footprints in rugged bush terrain 30 miles outside Mudgee. Mm. In October of the same year, in a remote farming property on the edges of the area surrounding Mudgee, Schoolboy John Tyndall had gone out into the darkness with his torch to collect his uncle who lived in an adjoining cottage. In nearby bushes at the edge of the cleared land, the young boy's eye was caught. He turned his eye and saw 
a 12-foot long-haired ape-like beast. John says the beast stumbled towards him and the boy turned and ran screaming into the house. Jesus Christ. But no creature was later found. Why are they always stumbling? Why are they not an effective predator? Well, see, that's that's the other thing. It's like, you know, if it was stumbled, my first thought would be, oh, it's hurt. Yeah. You know, so the poor thing was probably like, oh, man, you maybe give me like a hand. Like, I think I've like, I've popped a disc. <laughs> I'm 12 foot tall. I'm not designed to live like this. <laughs> yeah, I just, oh. And his response is just like, fuck you. And like throws a rock at it. <laughs> or like his, like his torch, which would have just been kerosene at that stage. Yeah, at yeah. It. Like if someone throws a kerosene torch at me, I'd fuck off too. I would too. So, yeah, no, it's, it, see, that's what always, you know, shits me when it's like there's three feet between the alien and the person, but the person manages to run the nine feet to the security door. It's like, no. Yeah, it's highly implausible that an animal that large that lives in a country full of murder chickens could could not catch a small boy yeah. shitting his pants. Catholic priests can. They're not very athletic. Yeah, exactly. So all I could think is like, yeah, if it's like stumbling, it's probably been injured by fucking cassowaries. Probably. Um, and they just like went off to die. Yeah, it's 12 foot tall. They just pecked its dick. <laughs> Poor fucking thing. <laughs> fucking Australia, mate. It'll kill you. <laughs> Not even the fucking Yowies are safe from the wildlife. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Now, in 1980, Bruce Campbell had a close encounter with a Yowie. Not the Bruce Campbell. No, not that Bruce Campbell. Oh, damn. Uh, But Australian truck driver Bruce Campbell. Yep. In the middle of the night, trucky Bruce was driving his big rig along a large stretch of road that cuts through a large forest. Bruce was carrying a load of cattle on his truck, all being taken to the slaughter. Yep. Bruce stopped by the road to check on a tyre. He was surrounded by pitch black darkness all around him. Bruce knew that others would not dare to stop their trucks along the stretch of road. He had heard other truckies tell stories about supposed giant gorilla-like yowies that roamed these forests at night. Yeah. And he had dismissed them all as nothing but tall tales or sleep-deprived hallucinations or speed. (laughs) Lots of speed. Lots of speed. So that's the the thing back then. The truckies in the 70s essentially ran on it Mm. because it was completely unregulated. Yeah. And they all carried firearms. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Especially if you get especially if you're hauling cattle, you occasionally have to put one down. Well, I was just saying case case of the Yowies. Yeah, well, you've got that for that. You know? Um, inspecting the tire, Bruce uh, heard a noise on the other side of the truck. Bruce walked around the truck and almost walked face to chest into a ten foot tall, hairy, fearsome looking ape man that was looking inquisitively into his truck. Yeah, right. Bruce, terrified, bolted back to the cabin of his truck, throwing over the engine and hauling ass as quickly as he could. As his themed cassette, we're hauling ass. <laughs> as his mud flaps. He's a bad, predicted. bad, bad mutton trucker. <laughs> Bruce did not stop again until he reached the next town. Cautiously moving along his truck, he could see where a piece of timber had been ripped from the steel frame of his rig. About 10 feet from the ground. Jesus. As I flip my page. We can't even afford an iPad here. In 2010, a man from Canberra 
in an area surrounded by forests, a man walked out to his garage only to find what he would describe as a juvenile covered in hair with long arms and almost touching the ground. In his garage, the creature looked scared and fled the scene. It's just a grunge thing, man. It is, yeah. Canberra Canberra's pretty feral. Yeah. So- <laughs> if you've ever been to Canberra, I mean, apart from the fact that per capita it has the highest income in Australia, it is one of the scariest places going because it also has crazy entrenched poverty. Yeah. 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 It's fucking scary place, man. Yeah. Well, it's it's like Washington. Yeah. It's do you know what I mean? Like you have like this the seat of like, you know Yeah. And, and then yeah, extreme poverty. Um, so he described this scene to a friend and his friend suggested it was a Yowie. Of course, yeah. Uh, do you think it could just be the man from Canberra who'd never seen a poor person in his garage <laughs> before? Oh, yeah. oh, give me my stones, darling. <laughs> give me my science rocks. <laughs> There's something. I don't know what it is, but I think it's poor. <laughs> uh, trickle down economics. <sighs> trickle on you, economics. <laughs> in 2014, in the Gimpy Times, a man in a tie-dyed shirt <laughs> called Tony Duff raised eyebrows when he spoke to the paper in an article called Yowies. They're out there. I've spoken with them. Ah, of course he has. <laughs> hey, he just likes to chat. He's a friendly kind of bloke. <laughs> Mr. Duffy. I love that. It's just so appropriate. There's a name for a beer. <laughs> Mr. Duffy was camping in the bush northeast of Gympie when late at night a very large male approached me. <laughs> Dear Playboy. <laughs> I wonder if Mr. Duffy had had a uh, meal of wild mushrooms that evening. <laughs> I got a fright, and so did he. <laughs> this isn't what I ordered on Grinder. <laughs> the creature seemed human, but larger, and spoke in a language he thinks might be Latin. Okay. Uh-huh. You uh, weren't expecting that twist, were you? No, you really weren't. Ah. But they, they do say that the Romans made it to Australia. Oh, well, it's... I just love, it's that whole thing of like, oh, it was Latin. That's the the smart person's language. Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. Okay, and this is, these are quotes from Mr. Duffy. Um, After he was saying that he'd been able to, uh, he was able to teach the creature a few words in English. Fuck, how long were they together? And quote. It's my fair lady all of a sudden. (laughs) We spoke for about two hours. They're very intelligent. <laughs> and Mr. So now it's gone from a Latin speaking uh, naturist uh, who was there, I think, to study Mr. Duffy and throw rocks at him. Yeah. Instead, in two hours, apparently, he could teach the Latin speaking Yahweh enough English for the two of them to have a conversation. Um,. <laughs> but he claims that the next night the creature returned with his wife and daughter. <laughs> and a phrase book. <laughs> Lonely planet. <laughs> and he's, uh, Mr. Duffy says they are in danger. They build meagre shelters in the forest which are often destroyed by humans. Mm-hmm. Mr. Duffy says the EPA or Environmental Protection Agency won't respond to his calls. Ah. Or his letters written in blood, I'm guessing. (laughs) 
His quote, my whole mission is to protect them and to convince people to leave them alone and not hurt them. In the last 12 months, I have had close encounters with Yowies on at least seven occasions. These creatures must be protected and respected. Well, it's a valuable message, Mr. Duffy, but I dare say if you took off the uniform of the hippie, people might listen to you a little bit more. Because nothing says business like (laughs) tie-dye, does it? David Attenborough wears that shit all the time. (laughs) You know what? I think that's what Elon Musk needs to make himself more relatable. You know, more tie-dyed. He needs a firmware update. Yeah. Yeah. More tie-dye. Yeah. Maybe if his model comes in (laughs) tie-dye. Mr. Duffy says, Yowies are clearly the missing link that scientists have looked for decades. I believe they are the greatest discovery in the history of natural science. You see that, John? You, you, you see that, Mr. Naturist? Greatest development in human history. And what's he doing? Not throwing stones at it. <laughs> He's having a chat. <laughs> Oh, they are very peaceful creatures and love their partners and their children dearly. At the printing of the article, there was no follow-up to find out if the EPA ever took his call. (laughs) But Mr. Duffy wasn't the only resident calling Yowie from that area. Right. Two years earlier, an anonymous 40-year-old man living on a small rural property says he was woken up at 2.30am by his dogs inside the house, quote, going ballistic. <laughs> well, that's that's an Aussie term for, what is it, it's like DEFCON 1 to 5 and then going ballistic. Going ballistic. <laughs> Mate, it was off tap. Oh, my God. The next step after that is shitting your jocks. <laughs> They were going ballistic at something outside. Opening the door, he was confronted by a heavy set, man like figure smelling like rotten eggs. Oh, yum. Might have been a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It could have been that guy from the Nullarbor episode, still <laughs> driving around looking for egg shaped UFOs. <laughs> the creature startled, apparently, and it ran away into the scrubland. But the barking dogs, of course, didn't startle it. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, Now, Mrs. Locke reported that she and her husband had seen a hairy animal standing by the side of the road just before dusk. It had broad shoulders and it was looking at us as we drove past. (laughs) (laughs) And in my mind, all I can think is... I. I, I hope someone waved. <laughs> G'day. Just the two fingers off the steering wheel. Yeah, just the, just the little nod of the head. How are you doing? Egg arm. Long trip. Hey, fucking living in the bush, eh? Egg arm. Just drive past. It says in Latin, Pax Verbiscum. Fucking what? Fucking it's speaking Latin. Throw a fucking rock at it, Beryl. Throw a rock at it. <laughs> yeah, it's a traditional Opus Day Catholic. Fuck it off. Uh, Getting yeah. here breed all over the place. Fucking Latin speaking fancy <laughs> pants. They come over here. <laughs> speaking their Latin. <laughs> speaking their Latin. Masonic hand signals. <laughs> now, Mrs. Locke said we didn't go back for another look. And we wouldn't have told anyone about it if other recent sightings hadn't been reported. Oh, of course. Mm. 
More curious still is 35 miles from Gympie is the Tin Can Bay's Camp Kerr, an army training area. In 2003, an anonymous source who would only reveal themselves to be a, finger quote, scientist. Oh, he's got rocks. (laughs) And a Latin dictionary. (laughs) Would claim that there had been a Yowie incident one night during a military training operation in the scrub. Yeah, that's how they they cover up a friendly fire operation, I imagine. (laughs) The pretend enemy they thought they were stalking turned out to be in a different location entirely. The military personnel had inadvertently been tracking Yowies, which led to, quote, some sort of encounter. Oh, really? In the dark, in the scrubland. Hey, what two people do (laughs) in the scrubland... The Spartans encouraged it. That's all I'm saying. It made them better warriors. What happens on training manoeuvres stays in training manoeuvres. I'd bivouac with you in the rain. (laughs) Oh, Oh, speak that Latin to me. (laughs) (laughs) The military, however, has no public record of any such incident. Oh, with so much detail. It just, oh my God, I really, I hope there's a fan fiction that a soldier went on to write under a pen name of like Mary McLovington. <laughs> Yowie encounters. <laughs> As he took me in his big, strong, hairy, 12 foot arms <laughs> and he said to me, Tempus Fuge. <laughs> he smelled of eggs. I felt mine releasing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I cannot wait till that's on the Hallmark channel. <laughs> I do have to do some dodgy fanfic. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh. Now, opinions on the Yowie differ. Some say that the similarity between the Yowie and the Sasquatch gives valili- vali- vali- val- validity. Validity? Validity. You're, you're speaking Yowie. <laughs> Validity. Validitas. Tempus. <laughs> Fuge. Careful. You're going to start doing an exorcism soon. Be careful. <laughs> oh, others say that without more evidence, it has to be some kind of elaborate hoax. Maybe that could be argued with a string of sightings and trail markings in the 70s, but that can't rationalise away the oral histories of Aboriginal stories and ancient cave paintings. It seems both sides could easily argue an open and shut case. Mm. All we know is when you go into the bushland, (laughs) take a Latin dictionary (laughs) and hope that you meet a Hemsworth, a Jackman, before you meet a Yowie. (laughs) I didn't know how to sign that one off. That was the best. We never do. Yeah. We we never do know how to do that. We're 11 podcasts in. We should know this stuff. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. From the feedback that I got from other people. Do you know how you Do you know how you know shut things down? Yeah. You start talking about duck penis. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you should get rid of a yowie. Just carry a horny duck and just have its fucking, <laughs> its fucking crazy spring-loaded dick shoot out. Oh, my God. I can just imagine. 
imagine? Like, so I think, you know, when we finally get that sweet bikey money. Yeah. Sweet biker money. And we start, you know, we're able to go do projects. I think we should go to like Mudgee, wander around oh. in the dark. Yeah. Um, you know, with our stones um, and our Latin dictionary. Um, and try and see if we can, um, you know, have a have a close encounter in the bush. Sounds good. Um, you can be the one to yell Latin phrases <laughs> into the bush at fucking Mudgy, <laughs> a place that doesn't even like you, even if you have a slight accent. <laughs> but you can you can be the one to do that. Oh, when I said we, did I mention I don't camp? No. So, you know. There you go. That's not gonna be me. No. <laughs> I'm going to be at the truck stop. Uh, getting petrol money for us to get home? <laughs> Putting that mouth to good use? Oh. Oh, I'm not going to be the one doing it. I'm going to be giving wristies to a fucking yowie. <laughs> Trying to remember my... Oh, my God. You know who we should take with us? Who? We should take with us Faye Knowles from that Nullarbor story. Oh. She gave the UFO a wristie. She did. She gave her the old, old Faye Knowles reach around. Yeah. The old intergalactic tickle. Maybe that's who we need to, to be like the, the breach between, yeah. you know, humankind and yaoi kind. Oh, I can see the painting now. The Raphaelite, <laughs> her leaning across with the fingers outstretched and the yaoi's ball bag <laughs> oh giving it a tickle. And just in the glowing light, we just have the Latin, you know, <laughs> phrase for the, for the... What is that painting between Michelangelo? The beginning, the coming, the... the <laughs> I think the coming comes later. <laughs> What is it? The div- I, it, do you the, really? Do I really look like the kind of person who knows their Renaissance art? Oh, the the what is it? It's the something. Yeah, the one where they're touching fingers. Yeah, yeah, that one. I don't know what it's called. Oh, I only I only know the one where they've they've like they photoshopped in the fat cat. I don't even know what the one with the dogs playing poker is called. <laughs> Isn't that called dogs playing poker? Probably. Yeah. What, I wonder what that is in Latin. <laughs> I think they were sophisticated enough to not worry about that shit. Don't judge them. Fucking no. throw a stone at you. Yeah. But we have prattled on. Yeah. Should we throw a stone at this? We should throw a stone at this for science. <laughs> Tally th- Yeah. But thank you for listening and hopefully 2021 is better and may all your yowies smell of eggs. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Seriously, how do you have a girlfriend? I don't even know how I have a son. I don't. Yeah, I really don't. Oh, my God. You are that one. People make that joke. Oh, my God. I accidentally like slipped and fell and my dick fell in. You literally, that's the only way that could explain it. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for coming over. (laughs) Uh, And until next time, say something in Latin. (laughs) I don't know why, but all I... Bit, oh. Are you going to say Excelsior? No. Oh, God. I was only watching Event Horizon the other. Oh, Liberate tutte me ex efferie. There you go. And I'm going to use my old school motto, Lucere et adara. I've got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. I'm pressing stop. <laughs>